Hello and welcome back, JRPG lovers. This is the JRPG Report. My name is James Fisher, and this is going to be episode 82. If you feel a little pep in my step today, it's because I am back in the world of Arabonia. And uh, the past two nights have been filled with legends of heroes, trails of cold steel, Reen, and all of his, well, all of his new friends. And uh, I will be talking about Trails of Cold Steel 3 in just a little while, as I do recognize our our friends over in Europe have yet to get their little greedy little hands on this uh, <clears throat> on this brand new game. So we'll go over some of the news, and then um, we'll take a a pause. And, uh, and no, no spoilers or anything like that, but just give my initial impressions on this game. I hope you guys are, are playing it as well, <clears throat> or maybe you're rushing through, uh, parts one and two in order to get you ready for this. And, uh, we'll, so yeah, we'll talk about that in just a little bit as we did have, um, a few news stories to talk about. As has been the norm here for the past couple of weeks, there's not been a whole lot uh, to to really dive into. There are some releases that have come out, um, but as far as breaking news stories, just not a whole lot um, going on. But one thing that did cross my desk uh, just actually a few hours ago, um, as of this recording, is uh, October 24th. And uh, we did get news kind of uh, first thing over in Japan. So when I woke up this morning, I got uh, got this story that uh, Persona 5 Scramble, the Phantom Strikers, will launch February 20th next year, 2020, in Japan. That's a lot of 20s. Uh, <laughs> 2 2020 is uh, the release date for the Phantom Strikers. And I'm excited about this game. Um, it kind of makes sense as Persona 5 Royal is launching in Japan in just a week on Halloween, actually a week to the day. Um, so that thing is wrapped up and it is on to uh, Scramble, which, um, you know, Atlas only has kind of a... Uh, I would say they they were involved with the initial aspect, but this is an Omega Force uh, action RPG. If you are familiar with some of their other uh, other tiles from Koei Tecmo, they are kind of taking the reins on this one. You can tell it is aesthetically, it is very much an Atlas game, but gameplay wise, it is going to be uh, Omega Force through and through. So this is coming out in Japan for 8,800 yen, Atlas announced. There will be a 5,000 yen more, so put that at 13,800. They're calling this the Treasure Box Edition will also be available. We'll talk about that uh, just a little bit. So here are the official details on the game via its brand new, newly launched official website. They're saying this is an action RPG featuring a completely new story. <clears throat> Excuse me, I've got a bit of a raspel here. That's a this fall weather is uh, 
I'm, I'm one of those guys that uh, I don't just a quick tangent. I don't know if you are a spring or a fall allergy suffer. I definitely fall into the latter category, and it doesn't really. I guess as everything is kind of dying around me, that that tends to hit me a little bit harder. So uh, I may need to take a water break here in once in a while. So anyway, Persona 5, which has sold more than 2.7 million copies worldwide, makes its long-awaited action RPG debut on the PS4 and Switch. This is a completely new story. Uh, This is set after the events of Persona 5. It's a collaborative effort between the Persona team and Koei Tecmo's Omega Force. A half a year after dating Persona 5, remember, Royal is a completely retelling of Persona 5. So this is actually completely new and set afterwards. They say the Phantom Thieves of Hearts get together for a summer vacation, but get wrapped up in a new incident. Mystery cases are occurring all over Japan. Palaces, the cognitive worlds of warped adults, have returned, question mark. Donning their disguises, once again, the Phantom Thieves set out to resolve this new incident. Um, there's a new trailer that's going along with this. I've shared that on the Facebook page, of course. And you guys will want to check this out because um, I'm, without looking back on this, and I should have probably double-checked this, Omega Force has developed... Uh, quite a few games. I'm pretty sure they were behind the Dragon Quest um, Heroes line, as well as the Triforce Heroes games uh, over on the Switch, taking the Legend of Zelda and making an action title of that. And, uh, of course, known, I believe, more for the Dynasty Warriors series. But I'm only vaguely gotten into those with the uh, Dragon Quest Heroes titles. So I really want to kind of see this one in action. And... It's not like a hundred percent Persona Five looking, but it's like ninety nine percent. So it's definitely uh, it, it drops you right into that world. It gives you some bit more freedom, like um, kind of looking around with a camera, and uh, you get to uh, really take in some of the the sights of that Persona Five uh, Royal World. And it certainly looks apart. Like it is crisp. I think what we're seeing um, in the trailer, there is not quite that level of polish that we'll see in the next. I mean, you're still talking about uh, four more months of of being able to polish this one up to a T and really make it glisten. Um, the action looks really cool. Um, I am quite looking forward to, to this one. So they're calling that scramble action and Joker is not the only protagonist of persona five scramble, the Phantom strikers. You can directly control all members of the Phantom thieves other than the navigator. Of course, switch up characters to fight as the situation calls for it. You can run through the cities full of shadows with dynamic persona summoning action. Like I said, you will want to check this uh, trailer out to really see it. Um, in all of its glory. <clears throat> uh, they are saying that uh, a first print bonus DLC will be available for Persona 5 Battle uh, background music. And they're going to have actually various tracks from the previous titles. So uh, there's even ones from uh, Persona 1, 2, 3, 3 Portable, 4, and uh, Persona 4 Golden even. Um the Treasure Box Edition, we mentioned that 
earlier. So you get a copy of the game, a newly illustrated special box, a Persona 5 Scramble, the Phantom Strikers art book, which is 48 pages long, the Persona 5 Scramble, uh, Phantom Strikers original soundtrack, 45 tracks to it. You get the theme song, uh, <laughs> You Are Stronger, making of Blu-ray disc. You get the Morgana Tau, which measures, and this is in millimeters, so 350 millimeters by 900 millimeters. I guess that's a pretty good size. And a Persona Team original design uh, set. Sasha. Uh, it's a handbag type of deal. Uh, fan, uh, Atlas also announced that they will have the first official live stream for the game, uh, which will feature live gameplay on November 4th at 2100. At 20 Japan Central Time. You can watch that on YouTube and Twitter. So again, check out the uh, new screenshots and trailer for this one. I am super excited about it. Uh, this was just the Japan launch date of February 20th of 2020. So if we're going to look back at Persona 5 Royal, it was or Persona 5 actually, it was about six months afterwards that we got the Western release. So we're looking at Royal coming out on Halloween. That puts a Western release somewhere in the end or begin at the end of April, beginning of May timeframe. And if we're, I don't think this will take as long, um, to translate and bring out. I'm sure it's not as long as, uh, as five and certainly not as long as, as Royal. So if this is coming out in February, let's say we get Royal, uh, the end of April, let's say we get this one, maybe June ish. Um, I'm sure they want to piggyback in a way off of it, but at the same time, they know people are still be playing Royal for a while. So hopefully we get this, uh, maybe in that early summer, uh, very late spring window, but Check it out. Let me know what you guys think about it because it looks pretty, pretty cool. Had some uh, other kind of shorter stories to uh, talk about. Um, we got a new trailer for Conceptions Plus Maidens of the 12 Stars overview trailer. Um, this game is coming out uh on November 5th in North America and November 8th in Europe. And this trailer kind of just goes along uh, with it. They're saying, uh, here's an overview of the game. The Baby Boom is back in the Starfield RPG as it's being reborn on PS4 and PC. The main protagonist, uh, Itsuki, is suddenly summoned to the magical world of Gravana to save it from its evil impurities. As a savior from another world known as God's Gift, uh, Isuki and his star children, born between him and the twelve star maidens, are the only ones capable of banishing these impurities. To return to his own world, he must save this one with the help of the star children. Key features include uh, the stars have a line. They say, uh, oh goodness, my page is jumping on me. <laughs> Deepen your bonds with the twelve star maidens. To birth a new generation of star children with updated graphics. They say it's bred to fight, form a party of up to 13 characters strong, and fight through stimulating positioning, battle, position, battle based, ba 
pos- okay, let's start that over. Fight through stimulating positioning-based battles. Okay. Adapt and conquer with the power of the stars, featuring Stardust Labyrinth that transform every time you step inside. The more, the merrier, they say. Flourish to a new bond with newly conceived character, Alfie the Trainer. This is a game I never played originally, but it definitely caught my eye because it certainly ha- has an interesting-looking battle system, um, in my uh, in my opinion. A, you could only call this a unique hook with uh, needing to um, impregnate these uh, maidens in order to make children who will, you will then take into battle. <laughs> Adds about as unique and as uh, interesting as you can get. Um, not going to be one that I pick up initially, but uh, like I said, it's always intrigued me as uh, something I may have picked up on the Vita, but getting this enhanced version, maybe when it goes on sale down the road, might be something I could be interested in. Uh, we got a some new gameplay from EGX 2019 for the new Fairy Tale. RPG. This is also being produced uh, through Koi Tecmo and developer Gust. They had 19 minutes of gameplay from its upcoming turn-based RPG. You can check that out. Of course, I've shared that on the Facebook page as we do all the stories that we talk about. If you like to read a little more in-depth versions of all the stories. And of course, check out all the images. And trailers. <coughs> Speaking of new trailers, there was the new Persona 5 Royal Japanese TV spot. It's only about 30 seconds long, and you can uh, check that out as well. It's pretty cool, pretty short and short and sweet, but uh, kind of getting everyone in Japan ready for its uh, Halloween debut. Uh, so I briefly mentioned this one in passing. Uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, there is a new uh, game introduction trailer. It's about four minutes long, and it will introduce everyone to the story, battle, and exploration. Um, this one is, I, you know, it is certainly not a traditional JRPG. But like I said before, it has elements in it that certainly are role-playing. I think at the crux of it, it's still that um, Dragon Ball fighting mechanic to it, but with RPG elements. Um, it just looks interesting. It looks gorgeous. Like, it looks better than the cartoon used to, certainly. And maybe that's how it's looking nowadays. <clears throat> I am one of these, like, old-school Dragon Ball fans. So every time one of these games pop up, I'm like, oh, it looks interesting. Um it's not something I'm picking up day one by any stretch, but you know, it has those elements in it. So at least figured I would pass it along. If you're interested in it as well, this trailer is exactly what you will want to watch in order to see if it's something for you or not. Uh, the game is due out worldwide for PS4, Xbox one and PC on January the 17th. It will launch the day before in Japan for PS4. And Xbox One. A game you can play right now in North America 
And tomorrow, on October 25th in Europe, is the game Destiny Connect TikTok Travelers in IS America. Released a new launch trailer for the game. Interesting looking game. Um, It kind of has, I don't know why, but it makes me feel like a costume quest type of game because it's younger characters, I guess. You know, it certainly doesn't look like that game, but it definitely has some time traveling elements to it. Hence, TikTok travelers. So here's an overview of the game via NAS America. The town of Clockney is celebrating the advent of a new millennium when time suddenly comes to a halt and a horde of hostile animated machines appears. It's up to a new, a young girl named Sherry, her friend Pigaro, and Isaac, the time-traveling robot, to unravel the mystery behind these strange events. Together, they'll revisit the past and peer into the future, learning some very interesting things about their families and their peculiar town. Key features include Time Walker, explore the enigmatic town of Clockney, and watch as the world shifts around you based on your actions. There is the Gear Grinder. Use your mechanical skills to fend off hostile machines and manipulate parts of the environment. And Fixer Upper. Enter workshops where you can improve your items and equipment using gears. There's a a launch trailer, as I mentioned, for that. Very interesting looking title. Like it ha- looks like it has a pretty cool battle system too. Might be a game to um, check out if you're not playing Trails of Cold Steel Three. Maybe go out and uh, try to pick this one up. It looks like a interesting game for your PS4 or Switch. <clears throat> uh, Kingdom Under Fire Two will launch November fourteenth. In the West, there was a new gameplay trailer released for it, and that is for the PC in North America and Europe. Publisher GameForge and developer Blueside announced. The game is currently available for pre-order, but you can uh, pick that one up. Like I said, there's a new trailer for it. Um, Here's an overview of the game via GameForge. Combining real-time strategy and massively multiplayer online genres, Kingdom of Fire 2 is the most ambitious entry yet in developer Blueside's popular fantasy series. The uh, The first game, or the latest game, Kingdom of Fire Circle of Doom, released over a decade ago in 2008. So if you're looking forward to, or have been waiting for a sequel in this series, You've been waiting a long time. You won't have to wait too much longer. Um, again, not a, a traditional JRPG by any stretch, but it has some elements to it. And uh, I really like the art style for this one. It's called Yaga. I believe that's how it's pronounced. Y-A-G-A. It will also <laughs> launch on November 12th. And uh, you can play as a one-handed blacksmith cursed with incredibly bad Luck. Yaga will launch for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC via the Epic Game Store. Publisher Versus Evil and developer Breadcrumbs Interactive announced. Pre-orders will get a 20% discount. Here's an overview of the game via Versus Evil. Smash, Clobber, and Bash, the murderous legends of Slavic legend in this darkly funny action role-playing game that changes every time you play. Play as Ivan, a one-handed blacksmith with incredibly bad luck, 
he must take on the impossible tasks given to him by the Tsar. All the while, the mysterious witch, Baba, Baba Yaga, oh, there's the name of the game, okay, watches over Ivan's fate. The world of Yaga is a world steeped in Slavic folklore and ancient pagan beliefs, featuring a head-bobbing, <laughs> a head-bobbing Romanian hip-hop soundtrack from Subkartaja and striking hand-drawn 2D artwork. Yaga is an authentic love letter to childhood fables from Romanian indie developer Breadcombs International. Key features include the bludgeon, uh, bludgeon the ancient monsters of Slavic folklore using a vast arsenal of hammers and tools forged by Ivan's own hands. Your actions change the story, uh, Ivan's reputation, and the upgrades he can choose. Experiment in a deep forging system to make weapons like teleporting lightning hammers and a hookshot pitchfork. Explore the combinations of... T- Talisman, magic items, blessings, perks, and curses to fundamentally change how Ivan plays. Multiple endings, multiple mission outcomes, random maps, random encounters, and hidden secrets. Minyaga is meant to bleed over and over again. Ivan's grandma just wants him to find a wife. Don't disappoint her. (laughs) So there's a trailer uh, accompanying this as well. A very... the game looks beautiful. It has an interesting hook. Um, I just wanted to share that one with you guys because it sounds it sounds pretty fun. And uh, sometimes you just need a good, fun game uh, to kind of treat, you know change it up from the uh, more serious titles that we tend to play from time to time. Pokemon Sword and Shield has a new Japanese TV spot. Um, game due out on. November the 5th, you can check that TV spot out over on the Facebook page. And speaking of Facebook, we had some new likes coming in the past couple of weeks. I um, forgot to update you guys on that one. So we do want to give a shout out to our new friends, uh, uh, Brianne, Cameron, and Whitney. And a big shout out to our new subscribers on the YouTube channel, uh, Michael, Oleg, Jerry, King Nice ninety two, and Angel X six two four. You guys all rock, and um, I thank you so much for uh, signing up, subscribing, and giving us a like. Of course, you can do this yourself. Head over to the JRPG Report Facebook page or YouTube channel. Uh, YouTube, I, I do my live streams as uh, the past couple of nights. I've got the new live stream from Trails of Cold Steel 3. I also put out a video form of the podcast, uh, usually a day or two later with with all the trailers that we talk about. Uh, so you can watch them as I'm talking about them, at least part of them. Maybe not get the whole thing if I don't talk that long, but you can do that as well and join our growing communities so let's take just a quick break here that's all the news that we have we'll be back after a word from our sponsor and talk about trails of cold steel three all right welcome back everyone uh, thank you so much again for tuning in to this weekly jrpg podcast i never uh, i can never say it enough how much uh, i really appreciate everyone um, kind comments on facebook that 
it's one of the things that really keeps me uh keeps me going and wanting to to carry on it's a it's a labor of love i love doing it love talking with you guys and uh bringing you this weekly podcast so let's talk a bit about trails of cold steel 3 of course there was the western uh, release trailer um you can check that out over on the facebook page i've also got a link to the um dlc release schedule as um tons of stuff have uh, come out about that just quickly i do want to kind of be like eh not crazy about it. i shared this on the facebook page as well uh, some images from my uh, special edition that uh my in-laws were so awesome to have um they actually gave me this as a birthday present um back in april of course the game uh, got delayed and uh didn't come out until just the other day so uh they gave me the piece of paper and <laughs> i got it six months later or whatever um so the physical special edition uh certainly i felt like it was well worth it it was a hundred dollars your base game is 60 so only 40 bucks more and you got a, a really good amount of content in there not complaining about that at all but you didn't get any of the dlc you only got that through the digital deluxe edition and after seeing the prices that they're charging for the dlc maybe i can understand why i didn't but i was kind of like yeah that would have been nice to have something in there but that being said there's a ton of uh dlc stuff out there different costumes and items and all that uh, if you're interested it is all out there for you so without speaking too much about the game itself and and ruining anything as our our friends over in europe will not have this for a few more days and sorry about that that kind of stinks um but the game is amazing. The demo has been out there for a while. Introduces the first two hours or so of the game. And, and the main story just picks up right thereafter. I can't help but feel like it's... Um, if you're going to compare it to part one or part two, it feels much more like part one initially. Because, well, Reed is a new instructor at the Thor's Branch Academy. So it kind of feels like... You know, as part one was him being introduced as a new student at Thor's, this is him being introduced as a new instructor and kind of getting that whole feel to it. Uh, you know, you start off with the with the one battle segment, and uh, since you are able to save your progress from the demo, um, so if that would have been the first part of it, my past two nights of gameplay, I've not actually done any battles and now i don't have as much time to play as other people um in the category of needing to wait till the little one goes to bed and then i get an hour or two after that so i've actually been playing at least uh two and a half close to three hours um over the past two nights and have not done any battle it's all been story stuff uh you had your first free day very much set up in the same lines as it was before they haven't reinvented the wheel as far as that goes uh, with two you get two bonding events as well as um uh things you can do after a day there are um there are baths in this um 
in this game. And so each day you can go into the baths and there will be a special event. Now, special events are marked, I think, with a little star item on your map. So you won't necessarily miss them. I think there are still hidden quests as there are. And short of going to every person in the... (laughs) in the uh, academy and in the town and speaking to them. That's about the only way I know you would find those. And I'm just not, I'm not interested in, in, in seeking those out per se. I, I guess I'll save that for the second playthrough and play with a play with a walkthrough for that. But uh, all the uh, characters that are available for events are shown with the exclamation points. You can't really miss them. The quick travel map is really nice. It really lays everything out for you that you can be able to um, quickly get around once you've visited an area. Uh, the new town of Leaves, not spelled not spelled how you think, it's L-E-E-V-E-S. Very much like Trista, um, has that same feel to it, but kind of all set up in more of a center uh, that has a circle in the middle of town and everything's kind of around it, so it's a little bit easier to get around in it's got all your standard shops and the chapel there's even a radio trista branch in that where you will meet a uh, a familiar face if you are familiar with the uh, world so uh, i can only speak to what i spoke to before with the battle system i'm not uh seeing anything new i so you know when you're playing the demo i mentioned this before make sure you have a save file that's not at the end of the demo Make sure you save it right before the final boss. You'll save it anyway, but um, make sure you keep that save file and load it up um, as you're beginning the full game. Because if you don't, from what I understand, you will miss the first trophy. Uh, so definitely make sure you do that. And uh, I struggled. So going into it, I just loaded it up and went right into that boss fight, which I don't remember having that much trouble with. It is certainly challenging, but having not uh, gotten warmed up, so to speak, with the system and just going into it, it is different from the previous two. You do need to do a few things differently, um, maybe in later in the game when you get some of your characters uh, OP, it might be a little easier, but... I nearly died. Like I was an ace away from um, being completely wiped out and had to start over. I was able to just barely get everybody revived and uh, end up winning the fight. And ended up being <laughs> it ended up being close to twenty minutes of uh, at least ten minutes of watching me definitely struggle. <laughs> so if you're checking out the live streams, you get to watch all that. Sorry, but so. Like I said, definitely feels more like one with getting reintroduced to town. It's it's fun. Um, the graphics are really really nice. I wouldn't say it's it's cutting edge by any stretch. Like don't be expecting uh, you know Final Fantasy fifteen level of graphics or even Persona five. It's not that art style, but for its style, it looks very good uh ring moves a bit more naturally you can tell it's a a modern um processing system uh powering the game not a uh, ps3 system that's been you know prettied up so overall i'm very very happy um 
the story is a little slow at first, but as I got to that three hour mark, so I guess a total of like five hours into it, a, um, an event happens and that looks like it's going to speed things up. I saved it right before I was, it was getting late. So I saved it and I'm about to head back into, um, <clears throat> instead of the old schoolhouse that you had before, this is a, uh, I forget, I think it's called the Inhale and Inhale Keep. And, um, Professor Schmidt is there and he beckons you back to it. So we're about to head back into another battle segment and you do see another uh, familiar face from uh from your previous class seven um i'm not sure how they're going to work all that into it that'll be interesting to see because uh besides um you and uh toa the class president you're the only two returning like everyday characters so it looks like everybody in the previous class seven is scattered uh to the winds they all say they want to keep their promise to reunite. And if you've seen any videos and images, it certainly does appear like that is, uh, that will happen. Perhaps as you travel around Erebonia, you will run into people as you do. That would be my guess as to what's happening, but definitely go out there, pick it up. If for some reason you have not played part one and two, I'm not going to tell you, you can't play it. Um, there is a very um, thorough backstory option that you can choose from the main menu, and that'll get you up to speed. You're not going to have that uh, emotional investment into it, having not learned the characters. But at the same time, all your former classmates are not there. It is a new class. So I, you could not play part two without playing part one. But I do feel like just initially you can play part three without necessarily having played the first two. I wouldn't recommend it. Um, but I understand if that, that's what you're going to do. And I don't think you'll be harmed. Definitely go through the backstory so you understand what they are talking about and who these people are. Um, you're talking about very long <laughs> games in the series. So there's a lot that they talked about that you couldn't possibly um, understand without having played those games, but I think you can do it. Um, just my initial impression, but that's going to be it for the JRPG episode 82. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we did not have Atelier Raza news this week, but it is coming out next week, so I'm sure we'll be getting the launch trailer any uh, any moment now. Um, so, if you were looking forward to that, sadly, no Rise of News this week. And uh, as much as I'm looking forward to it, I am I'm going to, have to play through Cold Steel Three first before we get to that point. But um, next podcast next week, it'll be Halloween. I believe when this one will come out. So maybe we'll try to do some sort of uh, spooky segment. I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not huge on doing those special uh, time of the year things, but um, I guess since this will come out on Halloween, we've got to do something for you guys. Anyway, get back out there and uh, don't forget, give us a like and a subscription. 
and all that fun stuff. We are taking listener support. And uh, as this is episode 82, episode 100 is looming in the next couple months. And I've got some big stuff planned for you guys. I'm just kind of putting a few things together. And um, well, I, I think you're going to I think you're going to like what I'm going to throw out there. I'm going to need your help. So just a little bit of foreshadowing there. But we'll talk more about that here very, very soon. So, my name is James Fisher. Thank you so much for listening to the JRPG Report. Don't forget, we're here each and every week with a new podcast, covering news and everything in the world of JRPGs. Till next time, guys, get back out there and level up. <laughs>